It's ball talk. It's ball talk, baby. 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 Hello and welcome to the Ball Talk Podcast. As always, I'm joined by my main man, Chaz Jurgens. You know who it is. And today we're lucky to be joined by four-star prospect and IMG Academy's own Eric Daly. Eric, how are you doing today? Sir, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's a blessing to have you on. Mm-hmm. Now, I appreciate you for having me, man. For the viewers, Eric and I were actually at IMG together when he was like 14 years old in eighth grade. Yeah. He was the <laughs> best player on the high school JV team, and he was as big as most of the 19-year-old guys on my team. <laughs> and now yeah. you're what, 6'7", 225, 40-inch vertical, dunks all yes, over, sir. overtime, nonstop, everywhere? Yes, sir. We love that. We love that. <laughs> we mentioned IMG. I want to start off there. You're currently four-star, top 30 on every recruiting site. I, you, know, you can't scroll through high school, high school recruiting without seeing your name pop up everywhere. What's it like to have risen through the, through the ranks, metaphorically, as an, like at IMG? You started off as an eighth grader you were in the JV team, and now you've become one of the best players on one of the best high school teams in the country, all at the exact same place. Can you take um, a, talk to us a little bit about that? I think it's just the work I put in. Mm. The work when you work hard, you know, good things happen to uh, to get to where you want to get. So I think just by me consistently putting in work, not just every now and then, but every day focusing on what I need to get better and what I need to do to be be prepared for the next level is is a thing that I took seriously at the young age, at a young age. Mm. So just by me putting consistent work in, having the mindset like a, a work, a good work ethic is, is all it took. Can you so. take us through how, how, how many hours a day are you working out? I remember when, when, when we were there, when we were at IMG together, I remember one time I got out of class early, I came to the gym early, and I saw you there working with your dad, so I offered to get to rebound for you guys. Yeah. And this was when I still thought you were a 10th grader. I'm going to be real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're out there hitting NBA threes, hitting little pull-ups. I was like, okay, well, this is the best guy on the JV team. He must be like 16. You know, who knows where he'll be? And I'm like, oh, wait, no, he's an 8th grader. That's messed up. <laughs> um, but I know you always are the one putting in extra work. Take us through it. How many how, – what's your, like, routine like? So a daily routine for me. So it depends. Honestly, it depends, like, if we're in season or not. So I think the most like aggressive routine I have is probably when I'm not in season. So, mm. so like a preseason routine for me, I'll probably wake up around 6.15, um, get some breakfast, then I'll drive to the gym. And when I drive to the gym, you know, I just, I just get to like 15, 20 minutes early before my workout. So I can mm-hmm. just have time to like, you know, mentally prepare myself for what I'm about to get into. Cause workouts I'm not, just not light workouts, just aggressive workouts. Cause you got to push your body. Mm-hmm. So take that a little time. So I probably work out around like seven thirty, eight some days, depending on, depending on like the court schedules. So after that, we work out for like 45 minutes, like nonstop with no breaks. Mm-hmm. And it's like real aggressive work, so I'm moving a lot, running sprints, you know, a lot of a lot of actions, you know, pick and roll stuff. Then after that, I'll probably finish around 8.15, 30. Good 45-50 minutes of like good solid work. And after that, I have weights at nine. So I lift from nine to ten. And you know, we do all weight, weight stuff, bench press, all that back squats, everything. Then 
we go right back to the court again. And I just, I use that time to just kind of just get more shots up. So I'll get on the gun and shoot, shoot probably like 500. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, you just got to release stress and you just keep shooting until your arm hurts. So, so it depends how I'm feeling, but most times I'm, I'm shooting around 500 on the gun. Then, then after that, that's pretty much my, my work day. My, um, like my main work day. Then I'll go to school, school around 120 to six. Then after that, we have times we can get in the gym around like, from like 6.15 to eight, we have those times. And you know, sometimes I'll come in there and meet my teammates who will play one-on-one and just shoot around. It's kind of like a time to just like, just, just have fun a little bit. But most, most times we're in there, we'll shoot a little bit, then play one-on-one. So just make sure we're still doing something productive while we're in there. So that's that's kind of a regular day for me. It sounds it sounds easy, but but we know actually actually yeah, actually actually doing it every single day, it, it starts to it starts to count like on your body. So it's it's more mental than physical because a lot of people can work out, but can you consistently work out and do it every day at at um your top performance like? at the mm-hmm. top level because in the pros you're gonna have to do that three times a day instead of that one so it's only preparing myself for the for the next level so well mm. one thing that i one one when i was when i was at img i got to play with eric ayala and him and i were pretty close uh, one thing he told me that really stuck out to me was he of course he cared about practice don't get me wrong but mm-hmm. It was very secondary to him. The most important thing for him was always getting those reps with other top-level players. Yeah. He knows. He knows. Yeah, I could take a thousand shots, but it's that one-on-one time with with. For him, it was Anthony Simons. For you, it's what Musa Diabate, Tamar Bates, and everyone else. That's top twenty yeah. and mm-hmm. like. Yeah. That, how, how much do you do you have a similar mindset? Do you feel like be, getting those those minutes is where you're going to be getting the biggest gains, or where do you think you're making the biggest improvements on your game? I think by being around top athletes, we all push each other. So mm-hmm. we all compete. If you're not competing, then you're not getting better. So you got to want to beat the next man. He has to want to beat you. And that's how y'all both grow together and get better as players and as people. So I think by us, we all, we all rank, we all have accolades and we all are you know this and that. So we all compete at a high level because we know on the next level it's going to be it's going to be a man probably not as good as who I'm competing right now but I have to kill him Mm. so so it starts now at at this age building that competitive spirit no we're in the weight room we're in the weight room trying to do more weight than each other like it's competitive we're trying to if he if he makes 10 shots I have to make 11 so it's always a, a competitive spirit that we have amongst each other to get better so Mm-hmm. And one, one thing we got when we interviewed uh, your friend and teammate Joshua Ozebor about two weeks ago now, it, he talked about John Morant being the coolest and nicest athlete he's met at the time and how he got to play in scrimmages with him. You've been at IMG for what now? Like you're like six years, something insane like that? Uh, I, I forgot. I, I stopped counting. At least four. At least four. You've been there forever. I, 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 I've, been, I've been here probably seven, six years. Oh my since, goodness. Since sixth grade. So. Oh my goodness. It's been a minute. I, I am, I am G's own kid. That's insane. Basically, how? So you've been playing with like what? I mean, you've seen. I guess it must. 
I, I don't even want to estimate how many pro athletes have walked through the doors oh, yeah. while you're there. How how is it to be able to get the work in with some of them? How many of them have you been able to work? Are you able to constantly work with those pros or? Um, it depends. Like when John Morant was here, I got to I got to play with him. So like he'll have his workouts. Not I'm most time in school or I'll be at practice when he's having his workouts. But I'll see him working. Well, I'll like I'll come in the gym and he's already already got done with his workout or something. But um, Jaws the only one I've actually like played with because other times like I was young, so like I couldn't really like you know play with the pros. Yeah. I could, mm. but it was I wouldn't do nothing. Mm. I'll just mm. be a, a body. But Jaws was probably the the first like first person I like played with that was the pro. So, well. Wow. What was it like to have that experience of, I mean, because obviously your goal is the NBA, you know, I'm yeah. not, everyone knows that your goal is to, is to make it. Anyone at your level of player's goal is to make it. What's it like to get that work with someone who was under recruited and, and showed like that value to then go to the NBA, win rookie of the year. What's it like to be able to work with a guy that you're looking at and you're like, I, I, I see, you know, I imagine you see like, how you can make that jump too? What's it like to get that experience working with him? Um, I just saw his work ethic and how how he took the little things that a lot of like athletes our age would take for granted, like just little ball handling stuff. He'll he'll do a hundred percent, little form shooting. He'll do a hundred percent. But the way like the way he carried himself as a pro before he was even in the lead was mm -hmm. like like yeah he he's ready like he's serious about this and. I think just seeing just seeing him, like you see what he's doing in the league now. He's like, you can't say he's not one of the best players in the league right now. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. we definitely had a whole. I I went on yeah. a whole rant on our last last yeah. episode. Literally yesterday, I was talking about how he needs yeah. to be how he's a superstar in the league. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's only year two. It's only year two for him. Mm -hmm. But seeing like the things he do is like. It's not normal, but he's been doing it for so long, and he's been doing it consistently. So, I just, I'm just like consistent. Consistency is honestly the number one thing for like an athlete to be like good at what they do. Like if you're a quarterback, Tom Brady, you think Tom Brady doesn't consistently throw dots every day? He throws bullets every day. So when he's in the game, he's throwing bullets. That's the same thing with us. If if I wanna if I, I work on the one jump pull up, I have to do it every day to master that skill. So in the game, it's automatic. It's just second nature. So I saw I saw him do I saw job work on long range threes every day, attacking the basket every day, finishing at the basket all type of awkward ways. Like just seeing like what you need to work on and doing it consistent, I think that's what I saw from him and just the work ethic he put in. That's hmm. definitely big time, and and that work ethic for you has clearly paid off. You, as a ninth grader, you were, you didn't join the national varsity team. You were on you were on the regular varsity team. C can you explain what, why? I I've talked to some of your former teammates, but I want to hear it from you. Why you chose to stay off the national um, varsity team? I chose I chose to stay. Um, I chose to stay on the national. I mean the the varsity team to just better myself and just because you're not going to get a lot of reps. You're not going to get a lot of reps on um, at a young age on that team with a whole bunch of seniors and 
you know, I'm going to be the freshman, so I was going to be the youngest one. I'll probably be on the bench. Not because I'm not good, but just because of it's older people ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And by me staying on that varsity team, the regular varsity team, I think it just I just developed my skill and developed what I needed to work on. Like, to become a scorer, you have to practice scoring. Or to become that playmaker, you have to practice playmaking. Mm-hmm. So that was what I was working on. I was working on playmaking, scoring, be able to uh, play defense. I had to learn how to play defense. Mm-hmm. But um, it was just really for me to develop and just get better, just get better in my um, profession, in my craft. So, mm-hmm. your friend, your friend Jazer is doing the is doing the same thing right now. Not not sitting on, staying on the national team where he'd be the bench guy wouldn't be getting the reps. He's taking it down. He's been dominating. We saw him. We saw him get buckets against Mikey Williams. We all, we all love that. Are you too close? Did you, did you talk to him about, about that? Yeah, I, I definitely talked to him about that. I was like, so um, last year we was on the same team, but he was hurt. He got hurt a little mm-hmm. bit and I moved up. I was like, bro, take this time to just, just, just get better. Just get better. Whatever you need to work on, work on it now with this team. So when it's time for you to move up, you'll be ready and you'll be ready to dominate. If you, because you already know what it feels like to dominate on this on this level. Hmm. So you just got to keep playing this level till it get easy, basically. So when it start getting easy, then you know you need to you need to move up, hmm. and it's time. So that's what he did. He he was scored twenty. He get twenty and ten. Get double doubles. So I was like. Hmm. You're, you're starting to get it. You're starting to get what, what you need to do, starting to work on what you need to work on. So probably coming up this next year, he'll probably be on our team just because of the work he's been putting in on the on the younger team. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you, me- you mentioned he got hurt, so I think this is a great time to talk about the, the support staff at IMG. You, you've got an insane amount of support staff, uh, athletic trainers, mental trainers, nutritionists, leadership coaches, literally, literally everything. You've got a trainer... <laughs> For almost everything at IMG, just an insane amount of support staff to push you mentally, physically, or any other aspect of working on the game. How is how is that for you? Do you think like, especially for for Ja? Obviously, it's huge for him because he's such a he's such a big he's he's big he's way too big to be fit. What he's 15, 16 now? He's, he just turned seventeen. He just turned seventeen. That's still yeah. an insane amount of size to be carrying yeah, as a seventeen year old. So getting all that staff is huge. For for you, how how do you take advantage of all of all that support staff? Um, I think our trainers, we have great trainers. I mean, the, you've been here, you've seen the facilities. Yes, and it's like, how do you not take advantage of what's here? You have to yeah. you have to take advantage of at least the equipment or the people, the food. Like you have to take advantage of this this lifestyle. It's like mm-hmm. this is not normal. Even pros don't even have like places like this they can train at, and we're in high school getting this. So you're, you're kind of silly if you don't take advantage of what you have or the people and the resources you have. We have world-class weight trainers, you know, athletic trainers that, you know, work with pros and know what they're talking about. So I think, you know, they're, they're going to make sure, like, the trainers and the, our support staff is going to make sure you're in the right direction. They're going to do all they can to get you in the right direction, and they're here to help. So if you if you're not using that, that's just on you. But our support our, our support staff is always here trying to help. So, 
100%. I, I, I mean, I took incredible advantage of the support staff. The support staff detested me when I walked into the training room by the end of the, by the end of my year, knowing I was going to ask for something or another every single time I walked in. Exactly. <laughs> but Hey, that's how you, that's how you get better. And it, it helped me a bunch. I imagine it's helping you guys out a ton. Yes, it is. We talked about, about, uh, about your friend, Jazair, Jazair. I'm bad at pronouncing that because of all Jazair. the videos. Because of all the videos on overtime of him playing AAU ball with Brian James, getting coached up by LeBron James, the whole world knows who he is. He was basically a mega star. I still see, I still see the videos of him walking by and LeBron just LeBron, and making LeBron look like a child. <laughs> yeah, Eric, you don't even play AAU, even though that could be a way for you to get attention. Why don't you? And what went into that decision? Um, I think the decision for me not to play AAU was to develop just get better um it, it was it's no need to waste that many games on my body that don't really mean nothing like i get mm -hmm. if i already have what i'm what i what i see if i didn't have like the offers or the rankings i'll probably play at you but it's no point of if i already have what i what i'm trying to get what others are trying to get there's no need for me to put myself out there Hmm. Just, just for for what? Just to have a few games, few mixtapes, you know, mm -hmm. highlights. Like I, I can get that just playing here at IMG. We already have enough exposure here, so I think it was just me to get better. Cause you no, know, I don't need those games. Eventually, take a toll on your body, and each game is a risk getting hurt. So, I mean, I just, I just took my took my took my time, stayed in my own lane, and you know, I made it. I made it this far without it. So I don't know where else it can take me without it. So. Mm. I I definitely agree. I, I personally I I am I am super against AAU. I think all smart kids that are top recruits should take the summer off to work on different aspects of their game instead of cool dunks. Yeah. Do you think by not playing AAU and still being a top 20 30 player in the nation that you're starting a new model for kids? Um like I think I was just putting the I was putting the position to to do what I'm doing. I don't think everybody has the opportunity to, to do what I'm doing or um, just because I've been at IMG is a, is a lot of exposure here. I think that's one of the things that helped me got, get to this point. But some kids like in the top rankings, they I don't I don't understand why they're still playing because you already proved it all. Like your top your top 10, your top 15. It's not enough for you to prove like we they understand writers understand. The scouts understand you can hoop. Now, only thing you're doing is just risking your body for mm. for free. So, I mean, I like that. I like that for free. <laughs> yeah, like you're doing That's it big. for free. No, I'm with I'm you. A... I'm with you. Mm -hmm. You're like, yeah, let yeah. me go risk blowing my ACL for free. <laughs> I'm saying, like six games in a there... day because it's cool. <laughs> exactly, just for mixtapes. Like, I rather I rather have a workout mixtape with pros than a mixtape in AAU. So. Mm -hmm. So, so what do you do instead of AAU over the summer? What's what 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 are your uh, summer plans? Um, when there's okay. not a pandemic. <laughs> okay, when there's not a pandemic. So the last two years, me and my dad, we we go to Las Vegas, and mm -hmm. we train at this uh, facility, and you know they have a little, they have a gym, they have a turf and everything. So we just we just stay out there for like a week or two, and just chill and work out. You know, some of his um, we go there during the summer league, so we'll go to the summer league. That's and awesome. you know watch the games so like we just take a little vacation but we're still working and mm -hmm. i think that's i think that's the same thing we're going to go do this summer i think 
I think we're gonna go to a few spots this summer and just work out and chill and just enjoy, just enjoy mm -hmm. this uh the process. So. I know you love. I know you love traveling the world. I imagine you cannot do that because of the pandemic. I. I yeah. We we have curfews still in our country, so we we. <laughs> We know it's a mess here. <laughs> um, yeah, we we, we kind of we got curfews in certain spots in in, in the state right now. Oh really? Not where I live. Yeah, like in Miami, it's a curfew. Miami is a curfew. What? Yeah. I was yeah, planning on going yeah. next week. What? <laughs> uh, nobody nobody follows it. <laughs> you know how Miami is. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not wrong. Br yeah. Bradenton's chill though. Yeah, Bradenton, Bradenton, Sarasota, Tampa is pretty much solid. It's, Everybody's wearing masks, but other than that, hey, in Florida, wearing masks—that's like that's, that's huge. <laughs> yeah, facts, facts. Florida and Texas, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, one th one thing I noticed while while doing my research, you used to play in Europe. Can you, can you talk to yeah. us a bit about that? Um, so me and my dad, I think first time I went, I was fourteen. I was 14, so I was in eighth grade. I went, I went to uh, Spain for like two, two and a half, three weeks, mm. and I played in some tournaments with a, a team over there in Spain. And I did that again. I did that again when I was 15, and I played in a bigger tournament. So we played like, we played it. Who we played? We played Real Madrid. Oh no mm. way! Yeah, we played Real Madrid. We played some teams from like Germany. Uh. Another, like a few more teams from Spain, but the biggest team was Real Madrid because everybody knows everybody yeah. knows who they are. Thank you, Luca. So, yeah, facts. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we just you know I was over there for a little bit. I had to learn the concepts. You know, it's the language barrier was the only thing that was different. Did you pick up? Did you pick up any? I can't speak a I can't speak a lick of Spanish. Like, <laughs> I don't know nothing at all. You're in Florida. That's useful there. <laughs> I mean, people here speak English, so <laughs> well, I talk to speak English, so <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, it was just a great experience to be outside of the U.S. and playing basketball. Like a lot of kids don't have the opportunity, especially at the age I had it at. Some some people probably never have the opportunity, so I'm just I'm just grateful for at least just going over there. I didn't even have to play; just going to Spain is mm. interesting. Like people won't do that in their lifetime. Mm -hmm. But um, I, yeah, I learned I learned a lot over there. Just the culture, it was different. The people were different. You know, it, it wasn't a bad different. It was a good different. Like you felt love over there. So mm -hmm. that's nice. It was, it was yeah, it was nice. Uh, did playing in Europe make it easier for you to relate to some of your teammates from overseas, like Musa, Chikada, and Josh Green, Josh Ozebor? Um, it made it relate to the um, like the work they put in, because those kids over in Europe, they're like. They're like really hungry about their like their sport. Hmm. Like they don't they don't care like about nothing. Like they don't care about getting dunked on, none of that. They just they're gonna play hard until hmm. until their coach takes them out the game. And they work they work so different from us. Like, you know, we we're over here doing hoop mixtape stuff, dribble this, dribble a thousand times, step back half court shots. They're, they're actually learning the game, like the professional mm. game, at a young age. And I think that's why Luca had an advantage when he got in the league. Mm. That's, that's also why he had an advantage, because he learned, he picked up that stuff when he was 14, 15, you know, at a young age. So 
Uh, they, it's like they have academies over there to to teach you mm. how this like to prepare you for the next level, kind of like IMG. Mm. So, I mean, it was just a, it was a great experience to see all of that. So, I actually I actually went and saw Luca play his last year at um, Real Madrid. I went to one of the games. That's so, so sick. <laughs> yeah. How how much better was he than everyone else? There, there's a whole like rumor of you know people say he was like the best European had the best season in European basketball history. What was it like to watch that? When I when I, when I watched it was it was complete. It was like he had an advantage for sure, just because he was just the moves he did were mm. he take he take his time when he plays. Like he's not in a rush. He's not in a hurry. Nobody can really knock him off his path when he's driving. You know, he has counters for counters. So, you know, his game is so versatile and there's a wide range to like to the point like you just got to hope he missed the shot. That, so, and we, that. we see that in the league now. He's doing the same thing he was doing in Spain. Mm. So, it, fact. You, you talked a lot about your dad. I was wondering if you could talk to us a little bit about your relationship with him. I know you two are very close. I know you're named after him. I would love to hear about that. First off, the name part wasn't my choice. So, <laughs> yeah. but I appreciate the name. The name, the name, the name probably gave me superpowers. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. But, um, I like that. Me and my dad. Me and my dad. It's like he's he's a tra he's my trainer and my father at the same time, and he's my big brother. It's, he's like oh everything in one. Mm. So, you know, he can turn into dad, he can turn into big bro, turn into my best friend, you know, mm. he, but um, me and my dad, he's been, he's been, I mean, he got me to this point. Like, I wouldn't be good at all. I wouldn't have no work ethic. I wouldn't, if, if he didn't wake me up in the morning and tell me it's time to go to the gym or, you know, get on me when I didn't want to work, I, I wouldn't be on the Zoom call right now with y'all mm. at all. And I, I just appreciate I just I appreciate everything he's done like to get me this part this far because it's not easy it, it wasn't easy at all I mean mm -hmm. I wish I wish I, I wish I recorded everything I've been through with him because it, it would be a movie like mm. in, in, in the one workout I got to watch the two of you I, I've only met your dad once I bet there's no way he remembers me rebounding for you guys but it was <laughs> it was impressive like the way he just understood you like when you say like father big bro and coach like i, I get it like I, my dad could never do that i love my dad yeah. but that's just not a role he could he could do uh chaz knows my dad chaz gets that <laughs> but just the way that he understood you was 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 crazy and like how yeah, invested yeah. he is in you just it, it it's beautiful mm. you know it's it's great to see yeah mm. but um yeah me and my dad you know we've been through been through everything together and what, what he's been his plan for me so far has been working so I'm just gonna continue to stick into the plan. What Snoop Dogg had a similar thing with his son. Snoop Dogg pushed his son so hard to become a top level player. He was a four star. He committed to UCLA, mm -hmm. and then in the end, he kind of resented the work, and he was like, "I don't want to be a football player, Dad. I want I want to do my own thing." Uh, what do? You, I'm not asking if you're gonna say that, but I'm asking what mm -hmm. goes into your mentality. That, has that ever crossed your mind that you're like, "Is this oh. me?" Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I love the candidness. I can't. I can't lie. It's been times I wanted to stop. I just wanted to quit. I just wanted to stop working out. Mm -hmm. It's been times mm -hmm. I, he'll he'll get mad because I'm not going hard, and I'd be like, I quit. I don't want to do this no more. 
Then he'd be like, all right, leave. Then I ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> I ain't got no ride. So, I, so I'm just saying, I'm just saying here. Then he'd be like, bring your butt back to the gym. Come on, let's, let's get these shots up. Mm. So, you know, there's been times I wanted to stop, but I think that was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize like why I'm doing this. I just wanted to play, just wanted to hoop. I wasn't, I wasn't concerned about the long yeah. run, about, you know, playing in NBA, college. I wasn't concerned about, I just wanted to go have fun with my friends. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just have fun, play, you know. But now I'm realizing the work that I was doing when I was seven, eight, nine, you know, mm-hmm. teen years, I'm realizing the work is for this moment. It's for like coming up, whatever's coming up. It had to start early though. Mm-hmm. And I realized, once I realized that, I started to like going to work out. I, that's when I developed a work ethic. Mm-hmm. When I realized what I'm doing it for. I had no mm-hmm. idea what I was doing it for when I was nine. You can't tell a nine year old, let's go work out because you finna go to the NBA. You can't tell a nine year old that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Nine year olds looking at you like, I want a peanut butter sandwich, dad. Yeah, yeah, dad. I like, I want to play, play my ball. DS. <laughs> it's like a Pokemon, man. I'm saying. How is the basketball <laughs> going to compare with Pokemon? Exactly. Uh. I'm, try- I'm trying to go play Fortnite. You have me working out. <laughs> mm. So, once I realize, once I, once I understand, like, why I'm working every day, mm. I, I probably, it probably clicked around 14. When, when when you when you was here, it probably clicked around there, like the work ethic to like, I'm gonna go to the gym. You don't even have to come, Dad. Like mm. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get shots up. It, it probably clicked. Then when I work out with my dad, it was like, it had, we had times where we argue. You know, that's just, just that's what father and son do. Yeah. We had times we disagree and argue. Then we get mad, but then we go back and work out. <laughs> we are gonna finish this workout regardless. Mm-hmm. It don't it don't matter. We we're, we're gonna yeah. finish this workout. Mm. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's been, once it clicked, it was like, yeah, like I could, I could do this. I could take this far. So I'm just going to keep on working. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's where I'm at. Like my dad right now, he don't even, he don't even have to go to the gym. I say, I'm going to the gym. He already know I'm going to get working. Mm-hmm. He, he just takes me out. They'd be like, you had a good workout. I say, yeah. That's nice. That's beautiful. So, I like that. I, I remember when you were 14 and it started to click. I remember, I remember, like, I remember, like, people being like, "Yo, Little E can play." I don't think anyone's gonna call you Little E anymore because you're bigger than everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but back then you were Little E because you were 14. Yeah. Everyone's like, "Yo, Little E can play." Little E's tearing it up. Little E's the best player on JV. I, I remember mm. that. I, that's I, I, that's kind of awesome. Yeah. We, so we talked about your dad. I know, I know your mom. I know your mom well. She's like top 10 nicest human beings I've ever met on the entire planet. She always yes. was, when I was at IMG, it, it wasn't the easiest year for me. I mean, in a lot of ways it was, but you know, it, it wasn't always up, you know, when you're working yeah. that hard every day, sometimes you just have a bad week. Yeah. And no matter how bad the week was, you know, she always, she always see me, she say, hi, John, how are you? Always checking in on me. It, not because I was like special or anything, just because that's the kind of person she is. Yeah. She cared right. about everyone so much. It meant so much to me. And, uh, on the flip side of that, I- I've talked to Jada, uh, your-, your friend, our both of our friend, yeah. and some of your mom's other former players, and I know how hard she can be as a coach. I know oh, she yeah. can absolutely kick your butt as a coach. She has a switch, 100%. Uh, can-, can you talk to us about your relationship with your mom? <laughs> so my mom my mom is like the um, the peacemaker in our family. <laughs> so, so, like, you know, me and my dad might have an argument or something, or like mm. a little disagreement. We, m- we might be talking about basketball or something. 
and it gets to a point because we keep going like yeah. one of us one of us we're right like mm-hmm. i might be wrong but i'm right in this yeah. argument. <laughs> Oh, we're going to just keep on going. She'll be the one to be like, all right, that's enough. Y'all go to your room or something. <laughs> but um, my mother, you know, she knows a lot about the game. And mm. she's, you know, she taught me a lot, like, from just, like, a coaching perspective, like, what coaches would think or, you know, just from, like, the mental part of the game. My dad handles all the physical, like, on-court stuff. Mm. Off court stuff. My my mom is more like the coach. She's the coach. Mm. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> She's the coach. My dad's the trainer. My mom's. I finally figured out. Wow. I'm I'm, I'm happy to have been here for this moment. <laughs> wow. This is crazy because I, I never thought about it like this. Like mm. we're a team. My mom's mm-hmm. the coach. My dad's the trainer, and I'm the player. So having these two these two powerhouses in my life is only going to make me better. And not even just in, in basketball, just in life, mm. just in life in general. Cause I see, I see, I see my parents wake up in the morning. They're working hard. So I, I see them working. I'm going to have to work. I'm, I'm going to get that yeah. work ethic from them. Mm-hmm. So um, that's my mother though. I, I just had a realization. I had to get that off my chest. So that was crazy. I, I love that. I love that. Happy to have been here for this moment for you. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, your mom's one of the best. Your, your mom is not only one of the best people, but also one of the best women's basketball coaches I've ever met. Yes. She sent plenty of players to high-level colleges. The amount of top talent that has walked through her team is un- unchallenged, is one of the best. Does does that has that experience? Uh, I, I imagine you're close with some of her players because you know it's your mom's team. She's close with her players. Yeah. Has that given you a, a unique perspective on the women's game? Um, the women's game. I mean, they're they're very like fundamentally sound, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like they make the game easier. Like you know, boys, we're athletic. You know, we like we like to dunk. <laughs> Three mm. sixties, yeah. windmill, dribble a hundred times, but yeah, I can mm. do that stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like girls basketball is like it's mm. so like simple, mm. so like it makes it easier. And like, like they they kind of play like pros, like pro, like you know, like NBA, it's a lot of pass and cut, pick and roll mm. motion, pass shot. That's kind of what like girls basketball kind of is, and it's like it makes the game simpler and like the little concepts. That like my mom has taught me is really like helped me in boys basketball as well. So yeah. like you know I don't have to dribble a thousand times to get a shot up. I could I could pass. I could set this screen, pop back to the ball, and I got a shot. Mm. It's just it's just it just makes the game more simplified. And I like I like watching WNBA play. Like when they was in the bubble, I watched almost every game with my mom. Mm. Were you we able just, to watch in person, or did you have to watch from the outside? Man, it's crazy because she went to she went to like most of the games, and I didn't even get to go. I was, I was like, "Mom, you gonna take me?" She was like, "No, you can't, you can't go." I was like, "Okay, that's fine. I'll just watch. I watch on ESPN. That's okay. <laughs> no boys allowed." Yeah. So, so um, you know, she she um, she'll like little breakdown, little like you know actions they run. Mm. She'll 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 write down action she see and we'll we'll go over it, you know. I just I just I like I like watching women's basketball. Do, like, do you have a do you have a favorite women's basketball player? Oh, 
I have a few. Oh, mm. please list them. I have a few. Maya Moore. Oh, Ooh. she's nice. Candace Parker. She's legend. <laughs> Ooh, this one, this one, this third one. See, like, it's so many, like, mm. so many, like, great athletes. Like, For so real. many women's basketball girls. Uh, who else? Who should I put as my third? Mm. I'll throw you my favorite, and I'll see if she – and maybe you could steal it. I, I, my, my favorite is Brianna Stewart. Brianna Stewart is like that. She is, she is different. <laughs> she is, she she is, is definitely like different. that. Yeah. Skylar mm. Diggins is tough, too. Oh, she's tough. Mm. That was, that Skylar Diggins is hard. Yeah. She's tough. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Mm. And um, who else? Ah. What are your thoughts on Paige Buckers? Paige, I actually, I actually talked to Paige. No way. Yeah, uh, Paige. Me and Paige are cool. We met. We met. She's like, like a social... celebrity in my in my family, dude. We all want her jersey. Yeah, what's it called, Paige? Um, I don't know how we met. I forgot. I literally forgot. But like, you know, like you know, some like the top athletes, we all just follow each other and just we all just become cool. Yeah. But um, hmm. Paige, Paige is like honestly, I think. I think WNBA should like make a rule to like y'all can go one and done like because yeah. <laughs> like honestly I feel like if she, if she was if she was in the WNBA right now she'll average twenty easy. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, like I, she I, could she could play with us like she could play with boys like right now. I, mm, she could 100%. play college basketball right now with boys. One hundred percent. I I have no doubt in my mind that she won't get buckets because mm. she's she plays like a boy. Like, do you yeah. see how she she plays mm. so fluent and mm. her game is so like? I was like, yo, she's just playing a need, different you, sport out there. It's awesome. You need to, you need to like forget UConn. Like, I know y'all <laughs> didn't win, but you need to go to the WNBA mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, that that's a whole thing. Dumb marketing by the WNBA. Like, I do not get it. Like, right now, if a page if a Paige Buckers jersey for like, what's the what what was that team with the nice jersey, Chaz? You sent it to me. Every team's got nice jerseys. They came out with whole new they did come up, that, that new set of jerseys are all nice. They come Literally, out any fire. of those new jerseys, uh, uh, what's it called? With Paige Buckers on the back. I'm buying that. Yeah. I'm buying that. I'm wearing it. I'm wearing it all summer. Like it, I'm a, it's I'm tank top season. I might yeah. get one too. She had mm. she had a great she had a great season though this year. She Does. did. She was yeah. awesome. Mm. Uh, what's it called? I don't know if you listen to Jackie McMullen, but she had some great breakdown, about, some great stuff about Paige Buckers. Was good. Uh, Yes, I'm good. Go ahead. Who, who's that? Who's that? That was my uh, my fr- one of my friends' uh, uh, dad. She, mm. He actually works here for football, but she she used to go to school here as well. So, okay, yeah, yeah. What's it like being surrounded by like so many so many top level athletes in different sports? Like, oh, I like, love it. You gotta be like what the entire football team has a there's a five star player at every position on the football team, something like every, that. Every every sport has a five star somewhere. Like, At least one. <laughs> you're going you're going to run into one eventually. Soccer has five stars. Baseball players are going to the M- MLB from here. Dude, like, I, I, I accidentally <laughs> ran into Kellen Mond one summer. Like right, I wonder, Kellen? Kellen. Yeah, he what was it? He was doing like he was just goofing off, and like I was just this camper, and he just started like dancing. I was like, all right, I guess we dancing now, and he just <laughs> disappeared. Right. I was like, what the heck just happened? And now like, he's about to go get drafted. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, lots, lots of my like friends, like when I was younger, that played football, they're they're going to the NFL now. Some is in the NFL right now, and I still talk to them. It's like, bro, like, just keep working. Like, your time gonna come. Did, wait, did you know Dylan Moses? 
Dylan, I didn't, I didn't know Dylan. I knew uh, KJ Hamler. I remember mm. KJ. Yeah, yeah. KJ, he balling. KJ's going crazy. He's balling. He uh, he playing with Denver right now. He's mm -hmm. he going, going crazy. But um, other other ones I know are in college right now. They're about to get drafted probably this year coming up. Mm -hmm. But um, what's it like to have that excellence from other sports too, like surrounding you, like because because usually like. Usually a program of the strength of IMG, like even if you just look at Montverde, like a couple hours over, they're they're all about basketball. IMG, it's like, oh, we have one of the best basketball programs in the country, and football, and baseball, and soccer, and women's soccer, nice. and everything. Right. Like, they're top all right. the way across the board. What's it like to not be, you know, big necessarily like the biggest guy on campus because of that? Um, uh, I think like a unique thing about here is like. It's not really like no macho man. Like mm -hmm. it's like I'm not I'm better than you. Like because I play this sport. It's none of that. Because like everybody's pretty chill. We all we all support each other. Mm. We all we all want it, want everybody to do good. We want to see everybody shine. Because I mean we all go to the same school. So all yeah. of it, like all the top we're all top athletes and we all try, we're here for one reason is to get better and move on move on to the mm. next level and i think everybody here understands that part to the point where like you know i might see i might see the number one quarterback in the country here <laughs> i'd be like yo great game last night dog you coming <laughs> to my game you coming to my game this week I'd be like yeah mm. and we then stands packed Mm. You you seen it before? Yeah, I, I remember Legend doing backflips in the middle of the game. Exactly. Like <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it was like having I a halftime show. The whole football team showed up. <laughs> the whole the whole football program would be at every game. It was mm. absolutely, <laughs> and that instantly like, packs the stands at IMG. Exactly. We all we all just support each other. You know, we will come to the football games. We'll be at the soccer games. You know, we mm. everybody's just supporting each other. Just you know. Yeah, you, spoke on, you spoke on competitiveness, like within your team with the one-on-ones after practice and trying to lift more. Does that go within teams too? Like, are y'all in there with the football guys? Like they want to lift more than you, but y'all are jumping higher than them. Or is it more just like you guys end up kind of split off because you're just working with your own team at a certain point? It's more like, it's more like we got more wins than you. It's more okay. like that. <laughs> we also play much more games than them. Yeah, <laughs> It's like, it's like, so... This year, this year, the football team were undefeated and won the national championship. Mm -hmm. And I think they beat every team by 35 plus. <laughs> every team, every team they played, they beat by 35 plus. And I was mm -hmm. like, and we we lost, we lost Geico. Mm -hmm. And they was like, they was like, how did y'all lose? <laughs> I went on a rant. <laughs> I went on a rant. I was like, yo, first off, y'all schedule is weak. <laughs> That's a great way to start it. That's a great said, way to I start said, it. I said, I said, no way, y'all just playing regular high schools. <laughs> like how you like y'all have y'all have a I'm not even gonna cap the the y'all old line is all five stars. Your receivers are five star. Your quarterback is number one. Your defensive end, your defensive end is is a four star junior. <laughs> Dog, you're playing against you're playing against Marcus from Dalen High School. Like you're supposed to beat him by a hundred. <laughs> like Marcus has no offers, so 
you had you been have you had an Alabama all for your sophomore year. So like Marcus is just trying to go D three. Mar- Marcus just trying to Marcus just trying to go to school for free. <laughs> so I'm just so it'd be like we had conversations like that. Then mm. it'd be like still, bro, still like y'all should have won. Right? Like okay, y'all got mm-hmm. it. But you know we always mess around with each other. And we we definitely compete on that part on that aspect. You know, mm-hmm. like who's the best sport? We do that. We definitely. <laughs> but like, it's no like, I'm bigger than you because I'm because I play this sport. It's not that, but we definitely mm-hmm. try to compete. Because y'all ever get runs against each other, guys? <laughs> you said what? Because we know the football guys are just massive. Exactly. Yeah. Y'all ever get runs against each other though? Runs against each other? Like the football um, guys come to the gym, or you guys go out to the turf oh, every once in a while? Man, I remember they used to they used to come in the gym and start playing fives. They try to play fives with us, <laughs> and it, it would be like it'd be like, bro, like you're too you're too big for this sport. This is not you. Oh my god! Just just stick to hitting people because you're trying yeah. to hit me, and that's a foul in this sport. So don't don't do that. <laughs> but um, your shoulders taking up the whole paint right now. You got to get out the way. Yeah, <laughs> like bro, you're you're six, you're six five, but you're like three twenty. So like. Like move now, <laughs> but um, you know they they they'll try to like they'll be like yeah we can shoot better than y'all and stuff. So I'm not gonna lie, some some football players here actually used to play basketball, so like mm-hmm. they they just they was just better at football, so they stayed with it. So mm-hmm. they 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 jump out the gym, you know, dunking all types oh, of yeah. ways. Football but, players have the most broken shots though, but if they go oh, in, yeah, it's it's, her, it's it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Every I seen seen somebody shoot, it looked like it hurt. Yeah, no football gym. It sounds like a shooting range, man. <laughs> but um, I think I think they challenged us to uh play seven on seven. There was like basketball versus football seven on seven. Mm. I said, yo, this is what you do for a living. But I'll come out here and fire you real quick. Don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> like I'm six seven. Just throw the ball up. I'm gonna catch it. So. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? How'd that seven on seven go? We still we still standing up. We, <laughs> they're in season. They're um they're in their spring ball right now. Oh, true. So yeah. we still we still standing up. But our our day's gonna come. I'm, I'm probably gonna post it on Instagram or something. I was gonna say gonna be that better be on live. We, we're loving you. We've been watching yeah, some I, of the lives every now and then. We've been loving them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dunk contest been, today. I, yeah, I've been I've been doing the lives just just cause like I'm bored. I be bored, <laughs> yeah. and people probably want to see what what we do at IMG. So why not just give them like mm-hmm. 15 minutes of what we're doing? Dude, yeah. if, if you look I, at any of the comments on the IMG post, yes, people will watch you guys do anything. You could t- yes. you could film yourself taking a nap, and there's kids that would be there and say, "I would do anything to go to IMG." Right. Every, I, mm. We was lifting. Like I, I did videos of, I think I did live of us lifting. I went live on a field trip. <laughs> I I went live on the field trip, bro. Just cause, and people was like actually watching me. Like my teacher, my teacher was like talking about trees and how trees have salt. I, I was on that for five minutes. <laughs> you was on it. I bro, showed up. I, like, I, I popped in for a second. I was like, "This is trees. I'm gonna leave." <laughs> bro, bro. I, I did a whole National Geographic show that day. <laughs> I was on live for like 20 minutes, and my teacher was talking. It was like National Geographic. I was like, "Yo, this is crazy." And I had like 60 people on there just watching. I said. <laughs> I said that's sixty people that want to learn because they stay <laughs> this long. They educating them. Exactly. <laughs> so I'll give you buckets and I'll give you knowledge. Exactly. Mm. Speaking of speaking of knowledge, I I, I got to talk about colleges, of course. You know, everyone everyone loves to hear all about that. It's only right. It's only right. <laughs> you're you're gonna have been an IMG for most of your life. 
all you know is this insane facility. All you know is the blue and white stripe right behind you. What are you looking for in a college? I know you haven't gotten a blue off. You got Michigan, but Michigan isn't blue. So is that just off the table right away? Uh, they're turning blue right now, but they had a great season. They had better season than blue, but so might as well count them as one. But, I'm um, making a colors joke, but go for it. I, I definitely <laughs> think Michigan's got an argument for blue blood. I'm there. Thanks. Mm -hmm. But um, what I would look for in the college, I just look for like a staff like that actually cares about me, mm. you know, wants me to see and wants me to like wants me to go to the next level and be great at the next level and help me and push me in that way. Because you know, a lot a lot of people will go to a college just because of the name just because this color or just because this coach. But like, if you actually make a, a relationship with the coach and the staff and the people mm -hmm. and you and you make your relationships with the people outside the sport, you just, you feel love when you go to that school. Like, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for like love mm -hmm. at, a, at, a, at a place, so. I like that. I like that. It's, I guess that, I, I was gonna ask what you want from a non-basketball, but I guess love, that's a good, that's, I like that. That's mature. A lot of people, a lot of times you ask these questions to people and they're like, dude, I just want to hoop. I just want to hoop. I don't care what it is. I just want to hoop. Yeah. I used it's, to be like that. I used to be like, bro, I don't care what I'm doing, bro. I just, I, I, just I was like that. And it was the biggest mistake I've made in my life. And I, I, I try to <laughs> warn every kid. I'm like, you want more, you know, you want to find somewhere that's more than basketball. You want to find somewhere that likes you for who you are as a person. You know, mm, like what nice. happens if you, if, what happens if you get sick your first, I, I got mono my first year. I've spent the entire season on the sidelines. Yeah. Like what do you, what happens at that point if they don't like you? You know. Yeah, facts. I feel mm. that. What do you, what have you been able to do for for visits and stuff like that? Obviously, with the pandemic, it's hard to move around. Is it? It's all been on Zoom. Nobody's coming to your games anymore. Everyone's just yeah. in the emails. Um, I mean, some coaches probably been. I don't, I'm not sure, but I'm positive coaches been watching live streams or games and stuff. Um, mm. coaches coaches been texting me a lot. We'll have Zoom calls. They'll send me stuff on messages and stuff, but mm. it's, it's been it's, it's not normal because most most times coaches will be able to come to the yeah. gym and actually see me. We can actually talk in person instead of over the phone or mm -hmm. on the computer. But um, you know, this year is kind of a weird year, but still still having people like text me is like amazing. Because mm. like a year ago, a year ago, I ain't had no coaches talking to me for real. So hey, it's that work, man. Exactly. And you're coming into your senior year now with IMG. You're going to be the captain this season, it looks like. You're going to be leading the squad. What are you coming to do this offseason that's going to make you, set you apart from the rest of the 2022 class? I think just my work ethic. I mean, mm. I've ever since I've been at IMG, I've been working. And I don't, I don't think it hasn't been a time I'm not working. Like, if I'm here, I'm, I'm doing something productive. I'm not just here just chilling. You can you can ask any coach like if you ask mm -hmm. a coach about me, I'm not to sound cocky or nothing, but they're gonna say he likes he works, like he works hard. Mm -hmm. Like it's Josh. Josh? Okay, other than Josh, I'm probably <laughs> I'm probably okay, y'all don't understand. Josh doesn't stop. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I've seen it. <laughs> I know. Oh. I we we literally we literally have to kick him out the gym to like leave. Like <laughs> Be like Josh, don't touch a ball. He'd be like, bro, why? I'm just trying to get some work. No, leave now. 
He was late for our, that's why he was late for our interview. He was doing extra lifting. He was working out. I bro. He was working out. He's like, I ran late. I'm sorry. I rushed for dinner. I'm like, dude, don't rush for dinner. I'm like, yes, he he will, he works out after school. He works out. Me and him will be in the we be in the gym the same time. He 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 works out on his own though. He like hmm. he, he works out like he knows how to push himself. He doesn't need nobody to push him. And that's like that's one of the things I took from Josh as well. Like not needing nobody to push you. I'm gonna push myself. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that a lot since I met Josh. So Josh been pushing me. So I'll work out with Josh and he going fast. So I gotta keep up with Josh. <laughs> so yeah. um I think just, that's one of the things that's gonna set me apart is just my consistent effort in my work. Mm-hmm. And I think by me working every day and my teammates seeing that, it'll probably motivate them to work and they'll put trust in me as well when I when I say certain things. Mm-hmm. Cause like they know like it's real because he's been doing it. He's been working. Yeah. He knows sure. like if if he knows to like we gotta get conditioned, so we gotta run this and they run that. Mm. And he knows that because I seen him run. I seen him. Mm-hmm. I seen him. I seen him work out and and run. And that that's yeah. gonna put trust in trust in my teammates. So mm. I, I want I, I want to pivot back to college really quick. In, in an interview with, with Zag's blog, uh, Adam Zagoria, really really nice guy. I spoke to him once or twice. Yeah. You, you mentioned that you you really want an offer from Duke and FSU. Are those two? Are, do you still want those two schools to offer you? Um. I, I, it would be nice. I'm not really like, I'm not forcing it. If it happens, it happens. But um, Duke was just like a one of the schools like I loved growing up. Like it was a childhood school. I used to mm-hmm. watch Jason Tatum play. Look, I saw Kyrie a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Zion and RJ went, it was like, yo, yeah, yo, I want to go to Duke, bro. Like at mm-hmm. this point. <laughs> Then uh, Florida State, Florida State, just uh, first off, it's, it's in Florida. It's mm-hmm. right here. I, boys I know uh, that played at Florida State, they liked it. Then you're playing for a legendary coach at Florida State. Coach Hamilton, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and playing for a black coach is very powerful right now, especially. especially. Mm-hmm. So it's not many of them. That's why it's like, you know, it's powerful. But um, Florida State, I, I still, Florida State is like, they're really good, mm. and the, their program, the way they run their program, the players that came out was like players like me, like that big guard type players. Mm-hmm. A lot of those type of players that came out of that school. So, I mean, if they if they offer me, that'd be nice. We we talk a lot, but they haven't offered. So, mm. yeah. I'm actually giving a presentation on their current, or I'll be talking a bit about their current big guard, Scotty Barnes, actually on Friday. <laughs> yeah. uh, same day that this this interview will be out for all the That's listeners. That's crazy, man. Like yeah. they like they turn him into a guard because they I turned him into him... a guard. He's a guard and a center oh. and everything in between. How is he understand. not top? How is he not a top five pick? Oh, I, I'm going to bro. I'm gonna hit y'all with a crazy fact. I played this man four times last year. He did not shoot a single three or dribble the ball. Everything was punks. <laughs> then, then I, then I, I see him first game. He's he's coming. He's coming down on the floor with the ball. I said, "Yo, who is this?" <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're playing with yeah. Kate Cunningham, you don't really need to touch the ball. Kate Cunningham exactly. going to do everything for you. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I mean, Kate, Kate, Kate is like that. I'm, I can't lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I would have liked the win. I would have. I would have liked that a lot. 
but I don't like the win, but I mean, Cade Cunningham is just that 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 guy might be LeBron James one day. I mean, I I, I played the number one pick. That's that's all I can say. He's he's about mm. to be the number one pick. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping you could say you got to go against two top fives. I'm hoping that I will make an impassioned enough argument for Scotty Barnes that someone will draft him. Right. Uh, what what? In your current college recruitment, you're a, you're a junior right now. You got another year. You're not it. You don't need to be in a rush to commit. You got plenty yeah. of time before it hits. But who is who are is leading the conversation right now? Who who are you looking at? And is like these are the these are the guys that I'm looking at right now. Ooh, great question. Um, I'm just gonna go with the schools that like been contacting me the most, mm. and that's been Michigan. Florida, Iowa State, and Texas A&M. They've been, those schools been contacting me the most. But um, I'm not for sure. I haven't cut no, my list down or anything yet. Mm-hmm. I will I will come up um, soon, probably. I don't have an exact date, but mm-hmm. I'm just kind of waiting because more schools are still calling, you know, still asking about me. So um, I got time. Like, it only takes mm-hmm. a, a week to commit. <laughs> like, it don't take long to oh, know yeah. where you want to go, so. Yeah, between when I got my offer to Brandeis and when I signed it, it was less than a week. It was about four days. I was like, "All right, exactly. I guess this it, is perfect. Guess it this don't is take me. long. Exactly. Don't, it doesn't take long. To, it doesn't take long. And the last thing I would push is for for you to rush it. One thing that I could, if I can give you one piece, of it, take your time. Take nice. your time. Make sure you make a good decision for you. What? Mm-hmm. What kind of role do you see yourself playing at the college level? And is that and is that role going to play a big part? In deciding what school you're going to go to, are you mo- more focused on the staff? Um, it's a little bit of both. I mean, I would like to play like the ball in my hand, being that positionless player, just mm. kind of like free flowing. Like I can, I can get this rebound, push it up the court, then I can pass it and post up. Like just mm. being that versatile player, I want to go somewhere where I can show like show everything I can do, and just not be like. Um, Mm. That'd be like just that spot up shooter mm. or yeah. you know, be that be that rebounder or you just gonna set screens. Like just being able to show versatility and show like just play freely mm-hmm. within the system. You can you can play freely within a system. Mm-hmm. So I mean I can I'm like water, but I can I can I can fit in anywhere. It don't matter. So because I'm I'm just I'm versatile where I can I can I can guard the four, then I can go guard the point guard. Mm-hmm. So, that's why recruiting some, sites say you're everywhere from six two to six eleven. <laughs> I seen, I seen, I seen all type of positions for me. I seen, I'm a shooting guard to I'm a five. So, yeah. Rashad Phillips so, said it best: dual forward. Dual, yeah, facts. I seen that. Mm. Gotta love Rashad. Very. He he was at IMG for. Did he stay at IMG long after? I know he was there when you were in eighth grade. Hey. I was right here. Stayed there for like a year and a half after you left. I think. Yeah, some, mm. somewhere around there. Sounds like it. He was, yeah, he was good. He was talented. Yes, we, lo- we love, we love, we're a very pro Rashad Phillips podcast. Yes, yes, yes. 100%. We talked so much about, we talked so much about basketball today. Just so much about basketball. I want to talk a little not basketball with you. Tell us, what are some of your hobbies? What's, what's something that you're really passionate about uh, outside of basketball? Um, outside of basketball, I'm a big music guy. Mm. I love music, but other than that, I like. I like learning about like stuff they don't teach us in school. Like what? Like, you know, like stocks, real estate, mm. learning how to flip houses. Like I, I, I can stay on YouTube all night long 
and just watch videos on mm. on like what's how to get this stock this way or how do I take this house and flip it and make money off of this house? Like, because mm. that's something like I'm interested in. Like, if I, God willing, I go to the NBA, I have money to to invest into stocks or to buy a house and flip it and sell it for five hundred thousand. I bought it for two two hundred fifty. Mm. So, just just learning so I can set myself up for life is mm-hmm. that's an interest. I mean. If I like houses. I like looking at houses. I like cars. I like all that stuff. So, you know, I might, I might, I might go on YouTube and look at a, a Dodge Charger, mm. and just and look at people just like, you know, create their cars and all that. It's just like I'm a kid, so I have little dreams and stuff. Like I want a Charger. So, That's- I don't, I don't think, I don't think a lot of kids <laughs> probably look up how the how the the stock market work, but. <laughs> No, that's um, that's big time. I mean, I'm I'm taking that's pretty much my entire education this year is real estate and stock market. That's the main focus, exactly. and just the, the amount of wealth that you can create through that stuff. I I think it's imperative that and every kid, every wealth. person who's looking at yeah, yeah, that's how you build wealth that that your kids will get, that your kids' kids will get, that you can invest into the community. Mm. It's 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 so important. I think that every every person who's looking at going into the prof- professional sports should look at it. Right. It's a great way to build mm-hmm. passive in- passive wealth too. And I, I think a lot of kids like our age, they don't they don't understand that. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. if you understand that at, a, at an early age, like it's it's a thousand ways to make money in this world. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. ways you can make money just sitting at home. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people like it's easy, like it's really easy, but like it's it take it takes like knowledge to know. Mm-hmm. And I think if like if we was more educated. If he was more more educated about certain things, I think mm-hmm. like a lot more people would probably be a lot more successful. Mm-hmm. Well said, well said. You, you mentioned your music though. I just wanted to say because I I know you talked about you like making beats and stuff. Is there anyone on your team or on the campus who who's actually got bars? You put together any songs? There's an IMG EP um, coming out. <laughs> uh, I was uh, y'all don't understand because like we got a, we we just got a recording studio at IMG, bro. Oh no mm. way! <laughs> but they built okay. a whole booth. I just figured. I found okay. this out last semester. I, I was like, that. "Yo," I was like, "Bro, after the season, bro, I gotta get in there, just just cause, just cause it's here. Like, just mm-hmm. use it." Yep. Yeah. So, uh, people that got bars on my team, like I, I show up every now and then. <laughs> of course, uh, humble too. <laughs> yeah, every now and then I might, I might spit some crazy, but um. You know, as he as he as he have bars, he's from Atlanta, <laughs> so like you know, Atlanta uh-huh. they got a little baby, all of them. So they got you know, flow. They got flows. They got a little style. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, I mean, a lot of people don't rap. We more just hype each other up, then we say a few bars, and that's pretty much <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. I remember. I remember the prep school rapping rapping career. I remember that exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have a prolific prep school rap career, but <laughs> oh, we... I wanted to, to just talk about you had a in 2019. You were part of the Team USA mini camp in July and October. I, I looked through the rosters of some of the guys that were invited there, and it's it's just star studded. Not much else you would expect from USA basketball. Can you just talk about what it was like to be able to be around those guys and those coaches and what that environment is like as a young kid, like really getting able, getting that experience? Um, being around like those top athletes, like 
like we have top athletes. Most of most of my teammates, we met at USA. Yeah. Mm. So those top athletes, like it's every like that's literally everybody you need to see. Mm-hmm. Everybody at USA probably will make money playing basketball. Mm. I don't doubt it at all. Yeah. So so you're gonna play against the number one point guard, or you're gonna play against the the, the best big in our in class of twenty. Mm-hmm. Like I had to I had to play Jalen Green. Yeah, that's so. Awesome. I had to play. Listen to this. It was it was Jalen Green and Isaiah Todd on the same team. <laughs> Foreshadowing. I'm I'm guarding Jalen Green. Like I am 15 years old. He is 17, 18, mm-hmm. or whatever. This is like his senior year, so I'm a I'm a sophomore and he's a senior. I'm guarding mm-hmm. him. I'm like, bro. This is this not even fair. Like I'm not I'm good, but like bro, you're you're like two years older than me, so like I don't even know. He's mm-hmm. he's dunking, doing windmills. I said, yo, I can't. I just started dunking last year, dog. Like, yeah. So like that that camp. Um, it was a great experience just to be around those guys, like Sharif Cooper, you know, mm-hmm. Jaden Springer, and uh, Jalen Green, all those guys. Then like people in my class as well. So we all. We all know each yeah. other from from that camp, and we just build relationships. So that's also mm-hmm. another thing. So who, who was who were your closest friends on that team USA camp? Um, definitely, definitely the ones like Ari was with, like that goes to my school with them, and mm-hmm. Jet Howard. That's where um that's where me and Jet like we was roommates. So okay. we got close. Greg, Greg Glenn, we got close there. Um, mm-hmm. who else? That's when I who I met. Zay Todd, me and Zay Todd was hanging here a little bit. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It's like I was all over the place. So, mm. but most most people I hung out with was like the people in my class. So, yeah. See, this this has been awesome, Eric. Eric, is there anything you want to say before we shut this down? Um, I want to say thank y'all for having me. You know, I appreciate y'all having me here, and it was a great talk. And mm. I love I love all the people that support me out there, and y'all know where to find me. Y'all can just hit my DMs. I'll, I'll answer. Just mm. so I just, just appreciate you have, having me, man. Yeah. Let me just get one more before we leave. Sorry, because I got something. To, I got something I gotta ask you about. Because I seen you rock the number three, and yeah. and me coming up as someone who grew up his favorite player is Allen Iverson. You got a guard's number, so yeah, can you just? Can you just tell me how you got that number three on an IMG team where I'm sure there's other guys who wanted it? That's a special number for a lot of guys who wear it. Actually, it was the only available number. (laughs) It was crazy. It was like, it was meant to be. It was literally meant to be. So, so I remember my first two years there, I wore my first, my first year player, I wore 14. And my second year, I wore wore 13. Then Mm. I wore 15. Mm. So I just wore my age, whatever age I was, I wore it. <laughs> then, um, then, then my uh, my my sophomore year, my sophomore year, I finally got my number. Mm. So I finally got my number, and when I switched teams to move up, I was like, "Dang, I'm, I'm gonna have to change my number." But then I realized it's no number three on that team, and it's like, it's like, here's your jersey. It was number three, and it was the only jersey they had. I said, "This is perfect." It was meant to be. They was waiting for me. It was. It was mm. waiting for me. Mm. Is, all, is it still Tyler hand, handling the jerseys? Yes, it is. Oh it's man, I love it. <laughs> Ty- Tyler's always clutch for that. Oh yeah, facts. 
Mm. Love forever for that man. But um, I wear the jersey. I wear the number because it represents a, it, it can represent a lot of things. First off, my dad wore it in high school, mm. and you know it would it wouldn't be for my dad if I was like I wouldn't be I probably wouldn't be playing basketball if it wasn't for my dad. I probably mm. might be playing like football. I don't know. I probably wouldn't play basketball, but but I wouldn't be this good. Mm-hmm. But um, it could it means multiple things like who I do it for. Like I do it for my family, like my mom, my dad, and myself. Mm. So that's three people. Um, I'm blessed by God. So that's the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. That's three. Mm. Then you know, oh, that's. It's a lot of things it can mean. Like me, myself, and I is somebody like I gotta look out for and protect, mm-hmm. and my family. It's a, it's a lot of things. <laughs> but um, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much the main thing. Is mm-hmm. My mom, and my they- dad, me. It's like three three represents something. Like everything I do is like three. So like mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm doing like sets of like of like shooting or something, I'm gonna do three sets mm-hmm. or. If I'm lifting weights, I'm gonna do three sets, you know, three seconds, mm-hmm. whatever, like three everything, bro. Just three, three everything. everything. Three, three everything. everything. Exactly. Big message to take away from today is number three. Mm-hmm. It's like three Sesame everything. Street. Our number of the day three is three. Everything. Number of the day is three. Yes, sir. <laughs> Eric, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you so much for coming out. This was awesome. Mm. But for all the listeners, we'll be tagging Eric and everything we post over the next few days. So make sure to follow him now before he gets drafted. That way you don't look like a bandwagoner. <laughs> Saving you guys pro tips right here, pro tips right here. Mm-hmm. To all our listeners, please keep liking, subscribing, rating, reviewing, all that. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Ball Talk Official. And until next time, this has been Ball Talk. It's Ball Talk. It's Ball Talk, baby. 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 Baby, baby, baby.